Welcome to the Purposeful Parenting Podcast. I'm Harriet Rowe, wife and mother of four adult children, three girls and one boy, all graduates of the United States Military Academy at West Point. Grab a cup of tea or coffee, get cozy, and take in your weekly dose of Purposeful Parenting. Here we go. Hello, I'm glad you're here today. And today what I want to do is talk to you a bit about what's called emotional intelligence. In the book, Emotional Intelligence 2.0, Travis Bradbury and Jean Graves write, in today's fast-paced world of competitive workplaces and turbulent economic conditions, each of us is searching for effective tools that can help us manage, adapt, and strike out ahead of the pack. By now, emotional intelligence needs little introduction. It's no secret that emotional intelligence is critical to your success. But knowing what emotional intelligence is and knowing how to use it to improve your life are two very different things. As we cover this, I want you to think about it as it relates to your children and how you might go about imparting this information and instructing or guiding your in, your child towards an emotional intelligence high grade. Now, emotional intelligence is your ability to recognize and understand emotions in yourself and in others. And your ability to use this awareness to manage your behavior and relationship is based on your emotional intelligence grade, so to speak. You must learn to understand your emotions, which means that you need to teach your child how to understand his or her emotions. Now, believe it or not, there's a deficit in understanding and managing emotions. Just look around today at how people act out and how they respond to each other. Obviously, there is a lot of emotional intelligence deficit in a lot of people. Regardless of what you're doing, think about it. You are subject to a constant stream of emotions. You can be watching a bird flutter in your garden. You can be smelling a rose. You can watch a deer gallop across the field. You can watch the clouds as they make different formations. There are emotions that are hooked to all activities. Now, it's easy to forget that we have emotional reactions to almost everything that happens in our lives. Whether we notice it or not, we can tend to forget that there are emotions attached to these things. Emotions are complex and is revealed in varying forms and intensity. A lot of times when we think in terms of emotions, we really don't think about the intensity of our feelings. We either feel like we're really angry or we're really happy, but we don't think about judging them according to high, medium, and low. In the book that I mentioned, Emotional Intelligence 2.0, they have a chart 
that um, breaks down emotions and the intensity of different feelings. For instance, if you're happy, a high level of happiness would be you're elated, you're excited, overjoyed, you're thrilled, exuberant. A medium would be you're cheerful, gratified, good, and even relieved. And then a low intensity of happiness would be glad, contented, pleasant, and even mellow is considered low intensity. Now, let's take a look at what's sad. If you're sad, what would be high intensity? Depressed, agonized, dejected, hopeless, sorrowful, or just plain miserable. A medium would be your heartbroken, somber, lost, distressed, or you feel let down. And then low intensity sad would be unhappy, moody, blue, upset, and even disappointed. Okay, let's take one more. Ashamed. You would be high intensity ashamed would be sorrowful, remorseful, defamed, worthless, disgraced, dishonored, mortified, admonished. And then medium intensity for ashamed would be apologetic, unworthy, guilty, embarrassed, secretive. And then finally, if you are low intensity, it would be of shame. um, I'm sorry, if ashamed at the low intensity range would be bashful, ridiculous, regretful, uncomfortable, silly. Now, I don't know about you. I just don't think I ever thought in terms of my feelings being rated in intensity. I just know I'm either really happy, or I'm really sad, or I'm just really upset. I never thought in terms of them being uh, low, high, medium intensity. Now, there was a test group that was done. And believe it or not, only 36% of the people tested were able to accurately identify their emotions as they happened. Emotional intelligence is a fundamental element of human behavior, and it is distinctively different from your intellect. Now, let's look at intellect, IQ. First of all, there's no known connection between IQ and and emotional intelligence, which some people say EQ. Now, some people might say, yes, there is, but for the most part, there's no connection. You can't predict the EQ, emotional intelligence, based on how smart someone is, which stands to reason. I'm sure you have known some people who are very, very intelligent, but they don't seem to quite get it when it comes to reading other people's feelings or even reading their own feelings. Cognitive intelligence, or IQ, is not flexible. Now, of course, if there's a brain injury or something to that effect, that's going to change IQ. But for the most part, your IQ is going to remain the same. IQ then is fixed from birth. And and that's not to say that people cannot learn a lot. They can. But the number that they tend to give you for IQ 
stays the same. And for the most part, I am not really a big proponent of doing IQs because it tends to limit what people think they can do or what your child might think he or she can do. That's that's my feeling. Um, intelligence is your ability to learn and is at the same at age 15 as it is at age 50. Now, emotional intelligence or EQ, on the other hand, is flexible and can be learned. You can increase your emotional intelligence level. Now, you might be wondering about personality. Well, personality is the, the stable style that defines us. It's a result of our preferences, such as the inclination to be an introvert or to be an extrovert. And just like IQ, personalities tend to be stable over a lifetime. Now, once again, that does not mean that a person who might be considered an introvert can't also at times have an extrovert tendencies. Remember, it's your inclination and inclination is the operative word here, I think. And just like your IQ, your personality does tend to be stable. But also remember that you, once again, if there's something that God wants you to do, whether your personality tends to be um, introvert or extrovert, he can work whatever needs to be worked within you and your child so that his will can be done. So there are a lot of things involved in that. So if you take a look at this, then the IQ, the EQ, and the personality together are the best ways to get the picture or the full picture of the whole person. EQ is the foundation for a host of critical skills, and it impacts almost everything you do or say throughout the day and each day. In fact, it's so critical that it accounts for 58% of the performance in all types of jobs. And when you think about it, that stands to reason because emotional intelligence has to do with the way you interact with people. In fact, emotional intelligence is the single biggest predictor of performance in the workplace. And it's the strongest driver of leadership and personal excellence. With this in mind, I guess you can understand even more now why I think it's very important that we as parents understand emotional intelligence and how we can work with our children to make them more aware of their behavior, their feelings, and what motivates them and what is going on in their lives to make them do and say some of the things that they do and say. And as parents, if we are aware of the different intensities of each one of these emotions, then we can be more in tune to our emotions when we're dealing with our children and think in terms of what they are 
doing and how they are responding. Next week, I'll give a breakdown of emotional intelligence. There are four emotional intelligence skills that I would like to cover and bring it closer to what you as parents need to do to increase your child's emotional intelligence score. Remember, emotional intelligence is the strongest driver of leadership and personal excellence. You can increase your child's emotional intelligence score by parenting on purpose. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of Purposeful Parenting. For more tips on parenting, or if you would like to reach out, please visit me on HarrietRowe.com and follow me on Facebook, Harriet Rowe. That's Harriet with two T's. I look forward to grabbing a cup of tea or coffee with you next week. Feel free to invite a friend. Until then... This is Harriet Rowe reminding you to parent on purpose.